Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic speed one minute at a time. And where we always try to stay above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. Oh, hey, I'm the wildcat behind the wheel kissing Jack on a, on a fuselage with glass falling down Bentley Michaels. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh. We moved on to credits. Well, this I is... mean, they're still in there making out, though. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. They're going to be going at it. Probably for the next four minutes. Um, Until Mac is, shows up and takes away the last hostage. He's like, we need to talk to her. He's like, dang it, Mac. Always taking away the hostages. But no, Mac was such a mensch. He offered to give them the day off. They could have avoided this whole subway if they had just, you know, like gotten a room somewhere. Um, the last third of the movie would have never happened. If Annie hadn't gotten out of that ambulance. Well, if they hadn't parked the ambulance right next to the to the drop site. That's well, true. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. This is minute 112 of Speed. This minute starts with the credits rolling on the main cast. Hollywood Boulevard uh, in that sweet map painting. Yep, and it ends with a camera operator, Michael Scott. That's what she said. Yeah. What I find interesting just like at the start of this minute, though, to go back to the map painting. So did they just like have like something that was as tall as buildings and they just put up like a big sheet basically on Hollywood Boulevard and like blocked off the rest of it? Like, um, I, I, I can't say for sure, but I think they have the ability to digitally composite the matte painting with oh. the parts that are real. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I'm, I am basing that on nothing else except that Hood they spot. essentially did the same thing in the elevator shaft. Gotcha. Okay. With, uh, so I, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously so they probably... not space age CGI, but I think they can do that. Yeah. So they probably like. Yeah, okay, I understand now. I mean, in the same way that they can play together the miniature with the real life-size model of the sure. subway station, I think they can do that. Yeah, they probably had, like, footage going one day or something like that, and then it's like a, a playback in the background or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we got helicopter pilots. So, yeah, we're going to talk about them, too. I'm but excited. I, I want to talk a little bit about the cast. Um, not to go through the people in the cast, because, you know, I think we've talked about most of them as they've come up. Yep. Um, but I, I'm curious. I want to throw some names at you because, you know, you read a lot of times with movies like these about people that were considered but ultimately not cast for particular roles. And I want to go through a couple of names for each of our top three and just see what you think about that. Okay. Um, so let's start with our villain, Howard Payne. <coughs> Acor according to the Internet, um, Jack Nicholson and Robert De Niro were also considered for the role that Dennis Hopper ultimately got. Oh, yeah, I could see that because like uh, Goodfellas Casino was going on around this time. And obviously Jack Nicholson is the Joker and then his classic wolf. Would you have enjoyed either of those two? Did you just say wolf as a classic? Oh, yeah. It's werewolf. It's a werewolf classic. Classically bad. Yeah, that's true um, as well. It's real bad. It is. Would, would you great. have enjoyed either one of those two as the villain for this movie? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I don't think so. There's something about Dennis Hopper, his just like slightly unhinged quality that I think you needed for this particular movie. Yeah. And like, and not, you know, nowadays we can look at it and go, like, look at all of these stars. But like, really, when we watch this movie, it, it it was it was a small cast. Like, yeah, there there's people that have been in stuff. You know, Max been in T two, Keanu's been in some stuff, Sandra's been in some stuff, but really it is a it is a smaller feeling cast where if you added De Niro, 
you know, coming off of Goodfellas and Casino, or you added, uh, you know, Nicholson coming off of 89 Batman and whatever else he did in between, like, you're like, here's this guy and other people. Whereas like, that's a when, good point. Whereas that's like with Dennis point. Hopper, even though he is a star and he's been in a bunch of stuff, he isn't those guys. You know, he's like, he's still kind of like that. He's, he's like a Sam Elliott, like where you're like, oh, that's Sam Elliott. You know, but, but like at the same time, you're not like Sam Elliott's in this and it's just gonna, you know, whatever. Whereas like with those guys, you know, they're like, what's De Niro going to do? You know? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't overpower the movie. Exactly. Um, hey, and thank you, you for argue, saying, like, I mean, I guess, for saying I guess in Keanu one Reeves. Sentence, thank you I'm for sorry, saying you... in one sentence what I took five minutes to say. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you could argue that Keanu Reeves, well, is a, is a star when this comes out. He was in Point Break. Um, but if it I had mean, been Swayze, I it, it would be a star. But Keanu well, wasn't Keanu wasn't a star yet. He was like he was a guy that was coming up, but he wasn't like oh my god, Keanu Reeves is in this movie, right? So and so this is a movie without any real like blockbuster movie stars in it, at least yeah. not at the time. Okay, well, but a bunch let's... of recognizable faces, which like I think helps you go into it because you're like, oh, I know that person and that person and that person and that person, you know, and then it's like they took that to the extreme with like movies like Love La- Love Actually and like those those huge ensemble cast movies where you're just like, they're going to get all those people together for, you know, whereas this was like a very sort of organic, uh, you know, not trying to do that, you know, but like you still, as we've talked about, you know, for the last 112 minutes, you're like that guy and that gal and this person and they went on to do this and they were over here and like I saw him in this thing or whatever you know it's so yeah it, it is a really great ensemble cast even with like the leads being like some of the biggest movie stars in the world right now everyone else is still like very very recognizable and a lot of them are still working oh your video just froze, but you know what? Hey Bentley, don't don't at me. Uh, but time out. I we forgot. We forget to do pop quiz. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so let's do it now, and then you can just splice the splice it back together. Or yeah? it doesn't matter. Just say we forgot to do it, and like here it is. No, let's. Well, okay. You decided to do it. You're the editor, Bentley. Let's talk about our pop quiz uh, hot shot question from yesterday. Oh, pop quiz hot um, which you said you don't need any hints for. So let's see how it goes. So yet on yesterday's show, we talked about our our two young lovers here, um, Jack and Annie, a.k.a. Keanu Broken and glass Sandra everywhere. Bullock, who had huge crushes on each other, and they both admitted it on what talk show? Oh, that dancing gal with the blonde hair, Ellen. <laughs> okay. I don't think of her as a dancing gal, but okay. Well, she yes. starts every so- show by dancing. It just shows you how many minutes I've watched of the Ellen DeGeneres show. But yes, it's the Ellen DeGeneres show. Nice job. Nice job. Scaring people. Okay. Well, tell you what. Let's let's uh, let's turn our attention to Annie, to the role of Annie. Shall we? Because I have a longer list. Let me just read the whole list, uh, and then I want you to tell me if there are any names out of this that you feel like you would have still enjoyed seeing? Because I have at least one. Okay. Um, I want to see if any of these other names. So I'll just read you the whole list, and then you tell me if any. So just remember the ones that kind of stick out. It's like, oh, that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. So here you go. And this is according to the internet. These these rumors are notoriously unreliable. So, But it's it's fun to talk about. Here you go. Here's the list. 
uh, Rosanna Arquette, Joan Cusack, Gina Davis, Melanie Griffith, Jennifer Jason Lee, Brooke Shields, Halle Berry. We know that was true. Yeah. Uh, Madonna, Demi Moore, Gwyneth Paltrow, Michelle Pfeiffer, Sharon Stone, Leah Thompson, and Deborah Winger. God. I, I have at least so one basically name from that every list that I think would have been. Like I have every, one, at least one actress. name that I think would have been amazing. But what do you think? Does anybody from that list seem like they would be a good pick for you? God, there were so many. It was basically every it actress of the time. Um, I think a lot of the names on this list were, no offense, I think they were, maybe some of them were not like super hot at the time. Uh, I disagree, but... Um, Brooke Shields? Yeah, come on. Okay. Um, the only two that would interest me, because I, I think they would bring something fun and quirky to the performance, not dissimilar to Sandra, not that they need to do her performance, but would have that sort of fun quirkiness would either be uh, Gina Davis or Leah Thompson. Oh, interesting. You know what? I will, I will give you Gina Davis. Um, I think that would have been, that would have been interesting. She's so tall though. I think that would have been weird. Put her up next to down. She's sitting down most of the time. That's a that's a good point. Um, Leah Thompson, I feel like, and you will appreciate this because you love this movie so much. I feel like I can't. She's only ever going to be Marty McFly's mom. For me. Ah, yeah, and I don't so see, I don't I, see her that way. I mean, she did a she did a widely uh, popular sitcom in the nineties. I know. She, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it, I have a hard time picturing her going from like Michael J. Fox's mom to like this young college student um that's just me yeah um, i mean i guess i mean she is definitely like a little bit older uh than keanu at the time i think she was in her she was probably in her 30s at the time because she was very early 20s in the first back to the future so she was probably like 34 or something around this time and so she might have been too old uh to play but again like a younger leah thompson like her her quirkiness as young Lorraine and that sort of stuff, I could see that that sort of spunky, uh, that 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 spunky Annie vibe uh, to yeah, her. Yeah, I I hear you. I'll give you that. Um, for me, I think there's two names on that list. I think a Halle Berry speed would have been in- really cool and interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we were ready in 1994 for an interracial couple, but I don't know. I think it would have been fun. In 1994, yeah. Uh, um. And the other name is, I think this movie would have been amazing with Sharon Stone in it. Because, um, mm. like, you don't you don't think about, like, Sharon Stone, like, I think most people, when they think of her, think of her as, like, you know, basic instinct Sharon Stone, and they think of that. But, like, Never seen it. you know, she's going to be in Total Recall. Seen that. In, uh, when is she in Total Recall? In the 80s, before, before Basic Instinct. No, it's not that old. 100% it is. Total Recall is 1990, my friend. Oh, and you know what? No, she is... couldn't do this. This is two years after Basic Instinct. No one would accept that. That wouldn't work. All right. My chronology was all messed up. Okay, well, then uh, I guess Gina Davis is our compromise candidate, the candidate <laughs> we can all support. Yeah, I mean, she just has that spunky, like if you watch her in Beetlejuice or even in A, a League of Their Own. like Or Thelma and Louise. Yeah, there's that. I uh, haven't seen it, but... Uh... 
uh, nor have I seen Basic Instinct, but like, yeah, Sharon Stone goes on to do Casino very soon after this, I believe. Um, or or after um, Basic Instinct, I think Casino is her next. Picture. Casino is ninety five, so it's the year after this movie. But is it that her next picture after Basic Instinct? Uh no. There's three in between. No kidding. She does the amazing erotic uh, thriller Sliver. Never heard. Followed of it. by a terrible team up with Sylvester Stallone called The Specialist. Huh. Uh, and then she does that western, The Quick and the Dead. Oh, is that with Emilio Estevez? No, it's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio and Gene Hackman. Huh. Never seen. Or that no, either. not Gene Hackman. I forget who plays the villain. Sorry, Internet. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, that's crazy. So now let's talk about Jack. Yep. I have a list with so many names. Actually, I don't think it would be necessarily good radio to read them all. Um, so let me go through and just cherry pick some names. And I'll just ask you to say like, yes or no okay. for each one. And again, the Internet, this is what the Internet reports as Various actors being offered the role of Jack Craven and reportedly turning it down. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to go through all the names. Um, Kevin Bacon. Nah. Michael Bean. Nah. He's the male lead from The Terminator. No. Okay. Uh, Nicolas Cage. No. Uh, Tom Cruise. No. Okay. Uh God, some these some of these names in here are so old. Like Michael Douglas, there's no way he's so old. Yeah. you have to be young and fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Mel Gibson? No. Okay. What about Vigo Mortensen? A young Vigo? That could be a that could be that's, a good choice. That's the first name I've read that I actually think I might be interested in. Because because he wasn't as well known then. He was he because he first sort of like he came onto my radar first in uh, what was it GI Jane where he's the he's the jerk seal instructor, which isn't that far away from this. Movie, yeah, it's I like ninety six, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, a young Vigo like he could sort of do the thing uh, that that everyone here is doing, kind of like like we were talking about the, the sort of under the radar casting, you know? Yeah. Um, Work well Brad in an Pitt? ensemble. Brad Pitt. A young Brad Pitt in this time, yeah. Because it's it's like right before, it's right before he does like he has his little mid nineties run of like seven and uh, uh uh twelve monkeys and there's a couple other ones but like in the mid nineties I know he's he's in that what's that movie the the first one that he's in with the with the movie star Thelma and Louise yep Thelma and Louise thank you I was gonna say the one that you said earlier um yeah I know he had like a yeah, a young Brad Pitt, I think, could totally have uh, been That good, could work. All right, who's left on the list? Um, some of these, I, these names, these are terrible choices. Um, Patrick Swayze on the, is on the list, but he's too old. Like This he's is five old. years after Roadhouse. Yeah. Um, and I will just mention this to you. This is a ridiculous choice, but it's on the list, and you will appreciate it. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as, uh, as Dennis Hopper's part? I'll watch no, no, that no. movie. Oh, I see. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm moving the cast. You, you make him, you make him Howard Payne. I'd pay that. I'd pay for that movie. And and the 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 in fight scene on the train, <clears throat> totally different because the train stops and they both get off in like a western thing, and so Van Damme can do some splits kicks. And then what Keanu has to do is there's he he pushes him to the other side where an oncoming train then splats Van Damme on the other side. No, no, no. He pushes him. He attempts to push him, but then somehow Jean-Claude Van Damme does a split 
He does the between the two trains. That's necessary. Yep. All right. So it seems like out of that, only we're but, only going to settle for. But he does splits between the trains. Doesn't realize the red lights there. Boom. Decapitation. Oh, that's a totally different part of your body getting cleaved off. That's no good. That's terrible. I like that movie. <laughs> All right. Um. I mean, the most of the rest of like the cast we talked about. I don't know that we need to get in. Is there anybody from the like the acting cast that you feel like is worth talking about? That we haven't already talked about. Um, no, because we've got we've kind of given everyone their their just desserts. Richard Linebeck oh. is Norwood, our secret spy. He's gonna secret villain. Uh, our secret villain. He got away with it, and now he can be like, "Hey, great job, Jack!" And Jack's always gonna be like, "There's something off about you. I don't like it." And um, I hope he's in the sequel. Oh, gosh, I hope he is too. That I don't know anything. Else. I don't know anybody who's in the sequel except Sandra Bullock, obviously. And you told me that my man Toon Man shows up in the sequel. Me, me, me. Oh man, looking forward to that. Okay, so this is the minute also where we get the beginning of this incredibly unfortunate song. Um, so which I feel like we have to at least pay some attention to. Sure. This is because and this song goes on forever. Like it, it has only rede- one redeeming quality, which is that it's going to go on for the next four minutes. <laughs> um, this is the song "Speed" by David Bowie. <laughs> This is, do you know, do you remember, I feel like this song is of a time in the 90s. We're going to talk about this on today's pop quiz, but there was a time where every movie that came out in the 90s had to have some incredibly terrible song that was not in the movie that they just play over the end credits so that they can include it in the soundtrack. Yes, because soundtrack sales were big back then. Like, that's how I got away with listening to secular music. Uh, because I went, to, yeah, I grew up in a you know a very uh, religious household, is that I got the Wayne's World soundtrack. So it had Alice Cooper and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and you know Bohemian Rhapsody, and then I got the Mighty Ducks two soundtrack, which had like uh, you know hip hop and stuff on it. And I was just like, I'm not letting my parents hear these songs, you know, like, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It, and it was a very very big thing. Like you wanted something by an artist to help boost because that all became part of the the sales, like. Also, why like you know song placement in movies back in the day was so was so important. Like you know the CW and the WB, you know whatever. Uh, like all those like Dawson's Creek and Smallville and like all those types of shows, they always had like the popular songs of the day. So like it kind of transferred more to TV and that sort of stuff. But yeah, yep. But this it was a this, big deal and this and like, song it, has several unfortunate consequences one is that you can't actually get the speed score album anymore like you can't find it on spotify it's nowhere i bought it when i you know when this movie came out which is the only way i would still have it really um, and in, instead we get we get a raft of these terrible uh, these terrible albums the worst are the albums that say like Music inspired by the motion picture. <laughs> and it's just like, and so I'm just I'm just gonna read to you the some of the songs from the speed motion picture soundtrack. Cause I'm honestly, excited. it looks like I it looks like Chat GPT just tried to find all the songs on Spotify that seem to have to do with cars. <laughs> so he, I'll just read to you some of the titles and where it seems funny, I'll read to you the artist too, because this really is a snapshot of the 1990s. Yeah. There's this song, which is Speed. There's a song called Million Miles Away. There's a song called Soul Deep, which I only mentioned because it's by the Gin Blossoms, which oh. is a quintessentially 90s band. Yeah. There's a song called Let's Go for a Ride. 
there's a song called Go Outside and Drive by yeah. Blues Traveler. Oh, um, right. Yeah, Blues Traveler. Um, and Big I'll fan. just read to you the titles of the rest of the songs. Because, like, listen to this. Crash, Rescue Me, Hard Road, Cars, Like a Motorway, Mr. Speed. Like, what the hell are we doing here? None is, of, A, none of these songs are in the movie. Right. Is and Crash B, the Dave I'm Matthews sure they band all song? Suck. Is Crash What's the that? Dave Matthews band song? No, it's the song by Rick Akasek. Oh, that guy, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. There's only one song on this album besides this David Bowie travesty that is in the movie, and it's this song called Caught by Carnival Strippers. Do you remember when we were back in the bar, there was a, so- there was a band I told you right. about called Car- Carnival Strippers? Yeah. This is somehow they managed to get their song onto this album. But Well, it was oh like God. one of the few songs of the movie, so that makes sense. Uh, there, there are like three songs in the whole movie. Like the uh, uh, nowadays, it would have been that Rihanna song, "Shut Up and Drive." Like that, I think that was actually in a Fast and the Furious movie. So, like, I'm sure it was. Uh, the other one, that's <laughs> so funny. Uh, I actually did this uh, for for a, an an independent movie uh, that I I scored, but I have. They paid for me to go into a recording studio and uh, record one of my songs. So the second the credits start rolling like this, a rock and roll song of mine starts playing at the end of that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it better than Speed by David Bowie? Oh, my song's worse. pretty good, man. It's pretty I good. I bet it is. It's it's a, it's sort of kind of like it's got that ZZ Toppy, you know, dead at that that like that sort of like uh, you know, southern rock and roll thing to it. But Do like, you own the rights to it? Yeah. Can yeah. you lay it in as the closing, as the outro music for this episode? Absolutely, that yeah. would be fantastic. I'll put it. At, I'll put the. It's a three and a half minutes, so you know it's it's a fun little rock and roll song. I'll put it at the it, end for sure. It's almost as long as this song that we're going to listen to for the rest of the week. But mine's fun. I bet. <laughs> um, it's like this. This song has like three lyrics too. It's like speed, give me what I need, and then it just does that over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and I, I lo- like I like Billy Idol. I have nothing against Billy Idol. Oh, is he the one? He's he's doing it with um, uh, David Bowie. Oh, did I say David Bowie before? That yeah. was a mistake on my part. This is Billy Idol. Oh, it's Billy Idol. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not Ziggy Stardust. That's my. Yeah. That's my mistake. This is Billy Idol. Because like David Bowie's song would be like, Oh, speed. Dun, yeah, dun. I don't even want to imagine what that would be like. That would be even worse. Down the highway with some. Speed, dun, dun. Oh, you have to stop. <laughs> All right. Um, what else? If the if you don't have anything else about the cast, then I just have a couple more notes about the credits. Yeah, go ahead. Um, these credits. I just want to say, I feel like these credits are arranged in a very strange way. In some cases, they'll like just mention like all the people that are in charge of something, yeah. and then it'll take a while before they actually mention the other people, and that's going to come up eventually, but not in this case. The next thing that comes after our cast are all the people involved in stunts. Yeah. Um, and our stunt coordinator is a guy named Gary Himes. So my question for you, thinking back of the movie, like, what was what do you think was your favorite stunt in the movie Speed? That's a great question. Or one of your favorite stunts. Um, I have three, and they're okay. all and they're all for very specific different reasons, and we kind of touched on all of them. Um, I mean, the, um, 
the the helicopter uh, you you mentioned like this helicopter's going sideways and there's a guy a camera guy hanging out the side of it like that is a cool stunt to me like when they're on the highway it's like the news camera guy and he's like hanging out the side like the there's like the police helicopter and then there's like the news helicopter following behind him and the helicopter's at like a 45 degree angle and i said it's so the guy with the camera can get the shot and he doesn't have to hang out you know he's like making that mm-hmm. the front of the helicopter that's just really cool piloting and like you know the 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 huevos on on that guy i'm i know he's strapped in but still just to be sort of half hanging out of a helicopter over a freeway is really cool um, and i will just mention not to interrupt you but mm-hmm. the helicopter pilots get their due in this minute too and yes there's a lot of helicopter pilots in this movie and they do an amazing job sorry yes. go ahead you got two more um uh tune man hitting the water that's a cool <laughs> that's a cool like just like a simple car stunt it's just like drive straight at this thing and like you know that happened like and then uh uh Jack jumping onto the bus. That's a really okay. cool stunt. That like I, that that's a very dangerous stunt and that's it's very cool. I think I was going to pick that one as one of my favorites too. Um I will pick not Alan Ruck being dragged along on the the walkway when he gets pulled away from the bus. Sure. Um I think that's good as well. Um and then um, I mean, I like I like all the stuff that happens to Jack under the bus. So yeah. I guess I've picked all my stuff in the course of about fifteen minutes of movie. We yeah. didn't pick anything from the ele- from the elevator sequence or anything like that. But um, I mean, that I, that was a set. So like knowing that it's a set, you know, doesn't really feel as stunty to me. You know, whereas like the you stuff know, that happens on the road is probably better. Yeah, yeah. Because when when you involve, I mean, there's just the the human the human element of of uh screwing up so like you involve moving vehicles like you as a human being like you're you could get helen real quick <laughs> i love that you've turned that into a verb um and the the other thing i just wanted the other part of the credits i wanted to mention this minute are our yeah. special effects yeah uh and we get our special effects coordinator uh, a guy named john fraser and i want to just give him a little bit of extra respect because he he's a very, I think he's a pretty big deal in special effects. Um, he's got 125 credits in the IMDb, um, including but not limited to. He's the coordinator for most of the Transformers movies. Nice. Most most of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Nice. Most of the Spider-Man movies. Most of the Bad Boys movies. Um, and you know, like say what you want about all of those movies, like even those crappy Transformer movies, they've got good special effects. Yeah, they do, and great sound and the, design, and you know, it's 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 really incredible, like what they're able to do. That first the, Transformers uh, movie, though, I still love that first one. I think it's really good. That's the only one I actually genuinely enjoy as a movie, rather than like a spectacle. But it's the only one that I rewatch. It's the only one that I own. Uh, I just enjoy it. Uh, a lot and I think there's actually a good story and like good I thought the Bumblebee movie actually was was pretty cool because you got to see like the sort of 80s cartoon versions of like the of the Transformers and you got to sort of see Cybertron a little bit more and like I I that's probably like my second favorite Transformers movie was the Bumblebee solo film but yeah mm-hmm. that that first Shia LaBeouf uh one I <laughs> I, I I genuinely enjoy because there's good humor in it throughout there's like good stuff and then it just became a thing of like you know, sequel madness, which is like, okay, the second one was like, how can we sort of bring back some of those elements? But then it's like, and then it, and then it just became like, okay, when can we start blowing things up? <laughs> like, it get it got the Michael Bay effect. 
Yeah, but that first one, that first one is solid. I, I, I truly believe that. And like I said, that that Bumblebee solo film is is solid as well. But good for what him. Are fav- what are your favorite special effects in this movie? Uh, let's let's take the CGI out of the equation because I actually think that probably falls under a different category. Yeah, but in terms um, of just like special effects. You know, uh, even though we just did it, I gotta say like that. Um, that miniature stuff with like the construction workers running in the train station is super impressive. That is super impressive. Um, it is. He's not responsible for that. That's actually a whole separate crew. Sure, uh, but uh, I mean, but I think that I think that's really great. Uh, obviously, like we've got uh, both bus both bus explosions are are really fantastic, uh, and and look amazing, and. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, we've talked about it so much. Like, just <clears throat> the way that they uh, apply just small things, but you know it's real. So it's like, you know, it gives it like a, like, you feel that you're there. You feel that it's real. So, like, it's hard for me to think of a special effect other than, like, explosions and, like, that 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 miniature train thing with, like, the, the, the background plate or whatever of the people running out and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Well, maybe the sign of good special effects is that, you know, they... You can't really tell that they're there. It's like good you know. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this would be considered that, but I would never have noticed uh, on the first bus explosion that 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 truck was towing it until you pointed <laughs> it out to me. So like that that's kind of cool. Um, you know, um, that- I like when uh, Jeff Daniels blows up. I think that whole house thing. The fact that they blew up that house and rebuilt it, <laughs> and but not not so much that they weren't able to like fix it and put it back together. I think that whole explosion sequence is pretty great. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else that's not explosions? This is sort of an explosion, but if you remember back to the scene where the the Howard Payne blows himself up and yeah. Keanu gets like hurled back into that wall oh, yeah. that was made of wall. rubber. Um, yeah. That's a good scene as well. And I like um, the stuff with them on uh, near the beginning of the movie where they're on top of the the skyscraper, like they're they're up there running around. I was thinking of that too, with like the crane and how it's getting like pulled down. Good helicopter shots. Good helicopter shots. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's all I got for this minute, Kyle. What do you got? I got nothing. We've been going for a half hour. We should talk about uh, another minute. That's fair. All right. <laughs> you know, I I think these minutes might run a little long, Bentley. It's like, you know, we're. We're reluctant to. We're reluctant to. Reluctant to let go. I know. I know. All right. Well, our pop quiz, yes. uh, our fourth to last pop quiz of the week, has to do with movie soundtracks. Um, have you ever seen the movie Batman Forever? I have. Oh, this question should be easy for you then. So, Batman Forever, which is the third Batman movie, uh, is going to come out the year after this in 1995. And it features a song over the end credits that the movie propelled to number one on the Billboard charts. And my question for you is, can you tell me the title of the song? And if you want a bonus point, can you tell me who sung it? Okay, sure. All right. Well, we'll have to find out tomorrow. So in the meantime, let's uh, let's put a bow on this episode. Okie dokie. Well, thank you all for joining us as we wind down our adventure on Speed Movie Minute. Uh, you know, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, it's kind of late for, you know, but, you know, at least drop us a review. If you've taken the entire bus ride with us, leave us a review. Hey, you know, we're a couple cool guys. You know, thanks for the fun podcast, something like that. 
You can uh, keep the chat going in our Facebook group, Bus2525. If you're a new listener, we will respond, and uh, you can come hang out with us and uh, you know drop your thoughts, your theories, your queries. Uh, you know, For funsies, play along, Spotify, Anchor Page, Pop Quiz Hotshot. All links are in the show notes, and we will be back tomorrow with more Speed Movie Minute. But until then, and as always, this ain't no bus stop. Second best uh-huh.